Welcome to Alphabet Fly, Psychopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests where we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone who is mostly a plot device for most of their career, Mike. Weirdly the nicest thing you've ever said to me. You know, you know, one time I said you're an okay person. I mean, I feel like that's Yeah, then okay you made me watch well. The Turin Horse, so that already puts you back in okay. the- Okay, first off, I never said it was going to be a good movie. Oh, no. Uh, look, fair is fair. You repeated the phrase cinematic experience enough times to broadcast. This is a bad movie. Okay, no, no, no. I never said it was a bad movie no, either. You I just... I know. I'm saying you said cin- the words cinematic experience enough times that we got the implication. We understood what you were, tra- yeah, what you were no. saying without saying it. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> we're not with, talking about uh, the character. This is a turn no, horse no, no, episode. We're, no, no, we're going to talk about this for like exactly two more sentences. Um... So, I, when I say, when I say something is a cinematic experience, I most of the time mean, it made me think a lot and it stayed with me, but I wouldn't recommend people watch it because it's a little miserable. <laughs> I remain angry, so I guess that does, that did stay with, stay with me. Uh, I me mean, and I friend- could have told you hard to be a god instead. Me and a friend um, use the turn horse as we jokingly call it shame homework when one of us says a thing that's like, bad like a joke that's bad or whatever we'll just be like all right well i'm gonna go home and watch the turn horse now well okay here's the thing here's <laughs> here's the thing i could have said hard to, hard to be a god yeah you could have which was russian depressing mm-hmm. you know and, and it also forgets its own framing device about two and a half hours in and then you realize Jesus. that they remembered yeah yeah it, but you know it was more the fact that two and a half hours in is was clearly nowhere near the end is more what i was yeah yeah, it's a three-hour movie. They have That's a whole sci-fi premise that they just completely forget about, and it's just about this like mm. just shitty person being shitty to people for like two and a half hours. Interesting. I might look into and it. And it's we'll also see. Russian depressing, which is like a little bit lower than Finnish depressing, but like pretty high up there. Well, speaking of Russian depressing, who are we talking about this week? Oh, t- someone who will be. <laughs> making us depressed a little bit because as i said they're mostly used a kind of like a plot device mm-hmm. they're most of it it's karen page you probably remember her oh yeah okay from well i i'll admit i'm not a daredevil reader or a lot of like the extended marvel stuff so i recognize karen page from the daredevil tv show on netflix she if i'm remembering correctly she might have died actually uh, I know what? in Marvel Knights. I know in Marvel Knights. You're, you're um, telling me a female plot device character for a male superhero died? That's unheard of in superhero comics. Oh, oh yeah, I remembered correctly. Yeah, she died when uh, when in the Daredevil uh, Marvel <laughs> Knights series, and Kevin Smith killed her because you know Kevin Smith is a great writer. Apparently, everyone <laughs> everyone says that. Ugh, God, but yeah, apparently she died in um uh. March 1999 in the Marvel Night series. So, yeah. But uh so I was remembering correctly. So, uh yeah, I'm I'm not a hack and fraud. Uh so people so I never, can back off. I, so I never claimed to be an expert, so I'm 
I'm fine well, with I nev- my place in history here. Okay. <laughs> I never claim to be an expert either, but also I feel like if I say something very confidently, I need to back it up. Sure. Use, just steal the phrase I use for in Granada, a fan but not expert. And that yeah. usually is enough to hand wave away inconsistencies. Uh, I mean, see, the thing is, I don't do the social media, and also, Fair. like, I don't know, I think I probably would have scared off any of the people who are like, I hate you for, for being, like, incorrect, like, a couple years ago, so, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, we're talking about Karen Page, uh, her real name, surprise, is Karen Page. Ooh, She's a former twist. secretary, an actress, and counselor, currently in, ocu- currently occupation and revealed, <laughs> by the way. By the way, this was uh, in 89. Gotcha, okay. Um, yeah, so uh, she's a citizen of the United States with no criminal record, and her place of birth was uh, Fagan Corner, Vermont, and she's single. Ooh, uh, so I got a chance. Paxton, no, no, she she died, uh, I'm sorry, I mean, almost 20 it, years ago. I just assume it's died in quotes, because, come on, it's comics. No, no, she's been... She's been Dead for a very long time. She's probably secretly alive, running Hydra or something. No, no. I think also I don't think people cared about Karen Page that much. Is why why I'm they actually surprised with the Marvel series or the Netflix series. She didn't come back. Like that's uh, d- d- what Daredevil is doing now. I don't. They they don't need Karen Page. Daredevil. I mean, does, any, does any comic need anyone really? Well, yeah. I, I would I would argue that the Hawkeye comic would need at least one Hawkeye in it. Let's let's really dig into the philosophy here of does any superhero comic really need anyone? Can't yes, the, I would argue I would argue that you need at least super two heroics be the character. Sorry, I just turned into Grant Morrison have to have for a at minute. At least two characters. <laughs> yeah. so, somewhere Grant Morrison just got a boner. No, no, but the thing is, I feel like Grant Morrison would also agree you have to have at least two characters. I mean, <laughs> I feel like Grant Morrison would make a pretty hard swing at writing a superhero comic in which the concept of superheroics is the character. I mean, they did with Animal Man, but but also him, Animal Man had at least two characters, one of them being Grant Morrison at one point. So, like, I keep making this hand gesture like fair point, realizing no one can see that. So nope. it's just dead quiet nope. as you say this. No, like. Well, like, I would argue that in order for something to be heroic, you would have to have at least one other creature there. Like, in the case of one of my favorite comics, which was No Surrender, Avengers, there's Quicksilver. I, it barely ties into the event, but that it was. But, like, Quicksilver got t- stuck in, like, super speed time, where, like, everyone was basically frozen. Mm-hmm. And he got the ability to, like, unfreeze one thing, and he... uh use that to unfreeze a turtle that was about to get, like, ran over by a car. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still, and no, you know. I, yeah, I've seen the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. No, no, see, this, the thing is, this is actually a really good comic, and fuck you. Um, but no, but, like, he literally, he, he takes, he, he, like, unfreezes a turtle, and it's just him and the turtle for, like, five issues, and him trying to learn how to be, how to be a turtle. No, how to, like, actually slow down, and actually, like, learn how to feel the world around him because the reason why he's stuck in that is because he has his adrenaline was pumping so quickly it's like his powers are going out of control sure. it's really also, good I it's mean, really good comic probably more than slightly rip off of that the flash did a good episode with a similar premise it was actually a really good episode i mean yeah that's a good episode take, too 
Yeah, say take the shit out of me if you want for liking the Flash. I, I'll accept that since I took the oh, shit no, no, out of you no. for the Flash Quicksilver yeah. comic. But yeah, Karen Page. Uh, I really don't care about Karen Page. <laughs> I don't either. Tell. It's so uh, obvious. Madison and I have done yeah. enough movies where we don't care, and the, those are the ones where the tangents at the beginning are the most because we just don't want to talk about the movie. So I understand. Yeah. Oh, so she's single. Her father is Paxton Page, who is dead, and Mrs. Page, who is his, who is her mother. <laughs> That's her first name is Mrs. Yeah, um, and she first shows up, and get this, Daredevil issue number one. Ooh. I know. She's an OG. And, yeah, and uh, there is, you know, there's a lot of cover copy on this one. Uh, so, uh, did you, uh, so if you look at it, you have a, just a white background, so you need to know that. But it's a lot going on. So you have the, well, original suit, the... Uh, the yellow pajamas, as some people right. like to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a bunch of mobsters, and they're you know below Daredevil. One of them look, looks like he just jumped over, and um, <clears throat> and we have here comes Daredevil, the man without fear. Remember when introduced Spider Man, arrow over to Spider Man. Now we continue the Marvel tradition with Daredevil, uh, a worthy companion magazine to all time great such as the fabulous fantastic four in this issue we'll meet the most unusual hero of all matt murdoch no that's not true y- you have you have thing thing is literally right above there i also <laughs> i'm sorry but it is amazing to me that the way that the text of this is it the text naturally leads you to think it's going to be karen page so they put matt murdoch with an arrow <laughs> to him so that you would know that that's who the hero is i mean karen's name also has an arrow to her and foggy is him but the way that, that you naturally your eye reads this it looks like karen page is going to be the hero and they had to draw an arrow away from her to show you that no 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 not a woman a woman is not a hero yeah, it, so we have the fun-loving Foggy Nelson, and then go- gorgeous per- Karen Page. And uh, can you guess why Daredevil is different from all other crime fighters? Uh, spoiler alert: He's blind. That's that's a, that's the difference. Jeez, this is yeah. well. This is the era of not necessarily super interesting covers to me. Yeah, this, this is when they I were trying love- out so much stuff. So there was like it's one of those books. Like there's so much happening about the other books that it's not like a cool, cohesive cover. Well, well, uh, sorry to get back to the mm-hmm. thing. Uh, if this is uh, Dead Revolution number one, uh, came out in April 1964, the origin of the Daredevil. Um, uh, so the fun thing about this era is because they had two books that were like selling really well, like Marvel, mm-hmm. and everything pretty much hinged on them being able to sell because like 63 is when they started Fantastic Four and Hulk. Mm. Um, and sure, they still had some, like, you know, tells of suspense and everything like that, but it wasn't, like, as big of a deal. So, they were, like, when Spider-Man became popular, just like, yeah, Spider-Man is in this. Please buy this book. And then, but the thing is, you know, it turns out they, they had some good product in, in the first place, because it would have lasted more than a couple of years without it. Just look at all the other comic book companies that was out in the 60s. Well, actually, some of them just straight up bought, then dismantled because they weren't uh, successful enough but you know they had things like uh captain marvel uh sorry you think you mean shazam no at at that time it's captain marvel and then and then like they they retired the character basically okay basically what happened is uh dc (laughs) 
You really don't like Tara Page, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> I, I just don't care. Okay. But no, DC. DC was really being really threatened by, I think it was uh, Charleston. I want to say it's Charleston. Uh, Fawcett City Comics, I thought. Fawcett City. Sorry, Fawcett City. Sorry, Charleston <laughs> was the next one they did this to. <laughs> but uh, Fawcett... Uh, but because Sujam was outselling like Superman by a lot, people mm-hmm. and like they were, it's exploding. So what happened is like DC just like kind of quietly bought them out and they retired the character. <laughs> Didn't they sue them first for it being like the likeness oh, no, of Superman? No, they did sue them. No, no, they did sue them, but then they're basically like, no, it's different. Obviously, I thought. Yeah, uh, like my my recollection again, I could be wrong, was that they sued them and then were like. Okay, now that you're a ruined comic book company, we'll just quietly buy you, and now we own that character too. Yeah, and then they just retired the character completely, yeah. and then and then like it was gone long enough in the '60s that they made that Marvel made Captain Marvel, and then they're just like, "Oh man, what are we gonna do here?" <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting. They called him Shazam later because you know why not? Why not? But because uh, Jeff Johns. <clears throat> well, well, later. Well, it started to be called... They renamed him officially for the New 52. Yeah, officially for the New 52. It was called Captain Marvel. Like, when, every, when everything kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it was called Captain Marvel. There's Captain Marvel Jr. and all that stuff. But then they just renamed him officially forever. Mm-hmm. Shazam, later, just so people would stop. Oh, roll tangent, since nobody cares about Karen Page. Um, in the last, like, kind of official canon movie of the DC animated universe that they'd been going with for a little while. Um, it's like Justice League Apocalypse War or whatever. And there's a there's a small bit where a, like, the premise of the movie is they attack Apocalypse, they're ambushed, pretty much all the heroes die. Like, John Constantine becomes a big part of the story later. But at one point, a Shazam, Shazam who survived that fight somehow comes back, and he has a peg leg made of lightning. Oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Shazam in general is I, I like the character of Shazam a lot. Um, they, I'm just, we're gonna get through this. Mm-hmm. Karen Page eventually. Eventually, we're gonna talk about Karen Page. It's a thing that we're gonna do right now. I mean, how much more is there to talk about? Or have we? Are we still just in the introduction? There's. We haven't even got any of it yet. Jesse, but, we but could yeah. just not. We could just not do it. We could, but we could though, because Karen Page is act- technically actually a very important character. I just don't care about her. But but also, she looks like a blonde white lady. That's mm-hmm. what she looks like. Cool. Wow. <laughs> Didn't even hold up the picture long enough for me to actually see it. Blonde white lady. No boots. I don't care. Um. Oh, she is cuffing your jeans, though, so she might be bi. Yep. Moving on. No further questions. <clears throat> uh, so, Karen Page was hired by Franklin Foggy Nelson to serve as secretary to the newly established law firm of Nelson and Murdoch. At first, Page felt sympathetic towards Nelson's partner, Matt Murdock, due to his blindness, and gradually she became attracted to him. Everyone is attracted to Daredevil. Though he loved, though he loved Page, uh, Murdock remained aloof from her, fearing that she did he not truly Jesus love more. him. Well, no, but because she thought she merely felt sorry for him. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, is a fear you would have, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um... Because there are some people who just want the, there are some people who just like people who are broken, quote unquote, mm-hmm. in some way. And I'm not saying he's broken, but like I know what you mean. You know, yeah. There's some people who just like broke, quote unquote, broken people. Um, and I, I would feel probably feel that way too. Um, also he did kind of date Electra 
and college, so that probably messed him up in multiple ways, too. So, By the way, current Daredevil is actually Elektra. Oh. Yeah, Matt Murdock is kind of in his black suit type thing right now, and he's kind of behind the scenes, because he can't be Daredevil in public anymore. For nice. reasons, I forget, all I know is that I have not read it, I've not read Daredevil since uh, 2015, but apparently every single one of those series have gotten awards for being some of the best written comics. I'm just like, okay, cool. Cool. I'll take your word for it. Well, Chip Zdarsky writes writes it right now, and Chip Zdarsky is uh, god tier. He's real good. Uh, Wrote some of my favorite uh, uh, Spider-Man as well. I gotta go back and read some. I gotta finish Sex Criminals or catch up. Oh my, I haven't read past the fourth volume, I need to read past it. I I lost a bunch of comics in a move, and I'm just like, oh man, I have to get all my saga <laughs> sex criminals back. <laughs> yeah, but, <clears throat> okay, come on, Jesse, dial in. Okay, uh, Paige was unaware <laughs> that Murdoch was secretly the costumed uh, crime fighter, Daredevil, whose heightened sense compensated for his blindness. She first encountered Murdoch in his Daredevil role when she inadvertently entered upon a confrontation between Daredevil and the criminal Owl. Uh, the Owl took her prisoner, but Daredevil rescued her, as he would on other later occasions as well. Uh, after Murdoch realized Paige truly loved him, he would not reveal his double identity to her or marry her, fearing that by doing so, he would place her in jeopardy from Daredevil's enemies. It's just really, I he he just needs to stop being Catholic. I think his life would be so much easier. Like, <laughs> like there's like just he still decided not to marry her. Like you know, she she's gonna be in danger because she worked for Hugh as a secretary. Daredevil, it's like people go after the law firm sometimes, and she'd be in danger law side. But whatever. Um. <clears throat> um. Finally unable to cope with her fear that Murdoch did not return her love. Come on, I hate this already. See, this is why I don't- This is why. This is why I'm just like, come on. It's just- I love you. Jesse, we could just not, though. We could call it we could, and be done. We we could just do all of it, though, because just that was the sacred it. bond. That's- I- You know what I did? I, I, I said I made a solemn vow to the many gods above that I would go through the entire entry of all of these- even gonna, if I was bored. I'm going to go base to turkey, so go ahead and keep reading. I'll come back in like four <laughs> hours when you're done with Karen Page. Okay, well, um, yeah, but she resigned from the law firm because she wasn't being loved. And she was unable to stay away for long. But when she returned, Murdoch rejected her. Subsequently, Murdoch faked his own death in order to thwart the threat of blackmail from the criminal Star Saxon or the Machine Smith. Mm-hmm. Deeply distraught by Murdoch's apparent demise she left her home she left for her hometown in vermont to spend some time with the parents but page's father dr page dr Patton page the scientist who developed the cobalt bomb bomb uh was driven insane by exposure to cobalt radiation i mean that makes sense he adopted the costume identity death's head and engaged daredevil in battle when the latter showed up in vermont but Karen, but when Karen's life was endangered, Paxton Page sacrificed his own life to rescue her and Daredevil. After Pay- uh, Peyton's Page burial, uh, Daredevil revealed to Karen that he was actually Matt Murdock, and it was la- later 
publicly assessed by Nelson, who became New York's district attorney that Murdoch's alleged death had been a hoax to entrap Star Saxon, who had become the second Mr. Fear. Um, upon his learning his secret, Page tried to persuade Murdoch to give up his dangerous life as Daredevil. When he refused, Page rejected the idea of marrying him. She decided to begin her new life as an actress in Los Angeles. I mean, swing for the fences, I guess. You could just become a law aide to someone else. But, yeah. Swing for the fences, I guess. I mean, I feel like moving to LA was kind of Marvel's, like, way of putting taking people elsewhere that they could maybe bring back later. Because didn't, like, half the supporting cast of most of their books end up moving to LA to the extent they started the West Coast Avengers? And, like, oh, Daughters well, of the Dragon and stuff like that. It'll either be, it's either LA or San Francisco, normally. Yeah, yeah, San Francisco, I think, is what I was thinking, but yeah. No, no, it's both. It's both. Well, Daughters because of the Dragon the Avengers- was San Francisco, and that was Avengers East, right? Or the East Coast Avengers? West Coast the West Avengers. Coast Avengers. West Coast Avengers was um, LA-based. LA-based, okay. because Because it came after the Champions. Right. Which... Yeah, I said that like I was at all familiar with the canon of the champions. You, no, people Karen Page. We got to talk about Karen Page. No, people. I'm trying to keep you. Uh, I'm trying to keep you from getting distracted. No, no, Karen, Karen Page. Okay, um, Daredevil's saved her life from the menace, calling himself Brother Brimstone when he followed her out there. <laughs> Come on! How do how do people not know that it's Matt Murdock? Oh, this person who's following around, Karen Page. Oh man, who happened to work for Matt Murdock? So funny. Like it's like when like like when Spider Man shows up where exclusively where Peter Parker shows up. Like even <sighs> if he's across the seas in France. I mean, they do that as part of the premise in um the first not the first the first Tom Holland movie at least Homecoming. Yeah, it's because he was at DC and because we were just like, what's going on here? That's why I had to do the monkey, night monkey thing <sighs> in Far From Home. Yeah, uh, she thought it'd be best if they went their separate ways. An attempt to re- reconciliation failed when they decided that they would be un- unable to recapture their pasts. Paige had a brief illusion with Johnny Blaze, <laughs> the uh, stunt- uh, Johnny Blaze, ghostwriter. Um, uh, uh, Paige, Paige then encountered Daredevil when she was kidnapped by his foe, the Death Stalker, who was who had taken her father's death head activity, I mean I- identity, and she was rescued by Daredevil and the Ghost Rider. Um, at first, Ka- uh, Paige's acting career showed great promise as she found work in daytime, a daytime, a daytime serial, and later um, in other television programs and films. But the success quickly faded, and she was reduced to working in, in, in porno- por- pornography, oh. apparently. Yeah, then she turned to drugs and becoming a heroin addict, and eventually she went to Mexico in the pursuit of a film offer that came from nothing. Well, sorry, that came to nothing. I was going to say. So, so as they do, uh, to up the stakes, they make a side character, a drug addict, mm-hmm. that the main character needs to save. Because they're a plot device and not a fully realized character at this point. Um, desperate for money, Paige finally sold the secret secret of Daredevil's true identity in exchange for enough money to buy her next fix of heroin. The ultimate uh, recipient of this information was Daredevil's archenemy, Wilson Fisk, or the Kingpin, who then ruined uh, Matt Murdock's life. 
The Kingpin reduced Murdoch to poverty, framing him for bribing a witness, and thereby had his license to practice revoked, destroying his home, and uh, drove him to the brink of insanity. Uh, Kingpin also ordered that Paige be killed. She narrowly escaped the first attempt on her life, fearing for her safety. Paige sought to get to New York to to find protection from from Murdoch. She then she was in an agreement with a daredevil named Par- Pablo Scorsese to be to become the his mistress in exchange for her to driving her from Mexico to New York City. It's just this is just like typical like let's just pour on the misery on the female the only fe- named female character just so yeah the main character can have something to fight for. Like she's she's like one refrigerator tripping in in front of a refrigerator away from like dying to becoming his cause for fighting crime again, which he by the way she does. Um, she gets fringed. Yeah. Um. Not he. Not at this point. In about ten in ten years after this came out. Well, the, the, ten years from now, when you finish reading her intro. Yeah. Um. A Scorsese threatened to kill Paige uh, if she left him. Nonetheless. Nonetheless, uh, once back in New York, she found refuge with Foggy Nelson in his apartment. But Scorsese followed. I can only imagine. I know. You might have to say. You might have to say Pablo Scorsese because all I can think of is Martin Scorsese. Like I'm just imagining like that short like dork of a man just being like, "You better not leave me." Uh, Um. But yeah, but Scorsese followed her to Nelson's building and was determined to kill her. Paige filed, uh, fled from the apartment and was rescued, was found by a Scorsese, and then both were attacked by hired killers working for Kingpin. Scorsese shot one of them, but the other assassin wounded Scorsese, who then decided to kill Paige on the spot. Rather than die in pain, Paige was about to commit suicide by, uh, by injecting herself with a lethal dose of heroin when Matt Murdock appeared and saved her from both Scorsese and the remaining gunmen, both of whom then were taken into police custody. (sighs) Okay. Uh, Murdoch forgave Paige for betraying him, and they found themselves once again in love with each other. Having regained his mental stability, Murdoch resumed his career as Daredevil. Murdoch and Paige began living together in Hell's Kitchen. Paige overcame her drug addiction with Murdoch's support and Murdoch opened a legal aid clinic where Paige ran a telephone hotline counseling service for potential suicide victims and people who were suffering from drug addiction. Uh, Kingpin determined to destroy the blissful relationship between Paige and Murdoch, hired Typhoid, which is Typhoid Mary, assassin with multiple uh, personalities to make Murdoch fall in love with her. Uh, Murdoch found himself increasingly attracted to Typhoid in her other persona, Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, later, Typhoid organized an attack on Daredevil by a number of his recent enemies, leaving him nearly dead. Paige did not know what happened to Murdoch, but refused to believe that he was dead. Meanwhile, Manhattan underwent an invasion by demons, which was called which was called the Inferno, uh, leading to one of the best Daredevil tie-in comics you can ever have. Where Daredevil was nearly dead, it was just like, why is everything trying to eat me? And that was the comic. Like, 
<clears throat> because like in Inferno, like all of the uh like inanimate objects became demonic and was right. That's, stuff. That's an X Men yeah. book or arc. Yeah, X Men thing, and it's just real good. He almost got by an elevator in it. It's real good. Sure. Mailbox attacked him. He was just like, "What's going on?" And Mailbox attacked. Him. It's just, it's just one issue, and it's real good. I love it. It's just. <clears throat> I love it when an event just has one comic. It's just like, what's happening? And that's that's a comic. Back when a crossover, you could still do your book, and the other thing's just happening. You didn't have to deviate well, from well, the the story well, it too did much. Kinda, it kind of did deviate because all of Manhattan did get turned into a demon hellscape. Right, but it wasn't like Daredevil now has to show up at the heart of Inferno to help or whatever. It's just like it's just happening around him. Yeah, it's it's real good. And he he just saw shapes of things that weren't attacking him started to attack him. It's that's it, you know. It's pretty pretty good. Um, so uh, as uh, Mary Typhoid found Daredevil and brought him into hospital, where Mary encountered Paige and told her that she and Mary loved Daredevil and knew that he was Matt Murdock. And when barely conscious, Daredevil, apparently unaware of Paige's presence, uh, spoke Mary's name. Paige was hot- heartbroken and ran from the hospital. Paige ran down an alley past the uh, taunting demonic entities and it's not yet revealed what happened to karen page since uh, her since then her current whereabouts and activities are unknown she's uh five seven weighs two twenty five pounds blue eyes blonde hair and she does regular moderate exercise wait so is she actually <coughs> dead or just believed dead at this point we don't know much i don't think she shows up until uh until uh the marvel knights series oh, right, okay. daredevil series and uh that's when she dies. Okay. Um I think she gets addicted to heroin again. Or she relapses. Sorry, I should rephrase that. She gets she relapses in her mm-hmm. addiction. Sorry. R- wrong phrasing. But uh but yeah, she she kind of disappears for a while. I that's about it. I don't know. It's just her whole existence is contingent on Daredevil being around. Yeah, it's very like 50s, 60s comic storytelling of she's the woman one in this book. <laughs> Yeah. Now that being said, we're going to be talking about uh, a long-standing uh, lady character who is a character, and everyone loves. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Just running uh, the alphabet, I might, I might have a guess. There's literally one choice you have after this. <laughs> but, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't feel like doing my plugs. I'm going to be real honest. So, uh, why don't you do your plugs, and uh, we'll, we'll sure. go. Uh, I have two podcasts. One is called Equalizers, where myself and my co-host Madison Jones take movies that uh, never got a sequel either because they're very good and they don't need one, or they're very bad and they don't deserve one. And we come up ideas. We come up with ideas for them. Words are hard. Um, you can find us everywhere online by searching the Equalizers. We spell it E Q U E L I Z E R S, like in sequel. As we're recording this, we just dropped the Boss Baby 2 colon Grifter Baby about a week ahead of the official Boss Baby 2 premiere. Uh, so we squeaked out of the wire. Um, as you're hearing this, our Johnny Tremaine sequel is probably out for the fourth. Um, there's a whole lot of books. I, I always recommend going back and finding Howard the Duck Love and Thunder, uh, one of our one of our all-time bests, I think. But uh, you can find us ever online. And then I do a podcast with my friend. Go ahead. Oh, did you did you make any... Uh- Gatekeep, uh, gatekeep, ga- gaslight, girl boss, uh, jokes no, at all? No, we didn't in this because um, uh, that 
because as soon as I saw, I, because like I didn't know that Boss Baby Two was going to come out, and be like, I wonder if they're going to have like a girl Boss Baby, mm-hmm. and you know they they did, and also technically she is gaslighting as well because she's a baby pretending to be a baby, but really is a Boss Sorry, Baby. You just said the sentence: she's a baby pretending to be a baby. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry, a baby pretending to be a non-boss baby. <laughs> I also do a podcast called A Stunning Granada with my friend Jackson F1, where I watch the 1980s Sherlock Holmes television series starring Jeremy Brett and, at this point, Edward Hardwick. Uh, we are about to launch season four. You can find us uh, online everywhere at N underscore Granada. At least that's on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on all the podcasts by searching A Study in Granada. Our full back catalog is available now, uh, including our bonus episode about Enola Holmes. I'm supposed to be editing that very soon so it might be up by the time you hear this i very much uh would like to do another episode of that at some point even though this is a shorter season it technically took took two years for the first episode two recording attempts but yeah (laughs) yeah Um, so you know oh yeah well we're back on a more regular schedule now so it should shouldn't be a problem this is a shorter season because in the middle of it they have the hound of the baskervilles as like a full tv movie um so we'll see after that. We're, we might we'll get back to you about maybe next season, but for now, um, yeah. Well, um, well, yeah. If you want to support me, I have all the links in the description uh, or the podcast notes. And uh, this has been Alphabet Flight. May Contra protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.